What's up? Welcome back. Today, we are going to be breaking down and discussing your food intake and what you are aware of and not aware of. So I actually did a post about this a couple weeks ago, and as I was reading through some of the comments, I realized I need to dive deeper into this because I think that we are so disconnected from what we are doing when it comes to food because we try to follow food rules, and we try to tell ourselves we're not following this, or we're so busy as moms that it's like all a blur, and people are like, what'd you eat today? And you're like, I have no idea. I don't even know what happened. I don't even know if I tied my shoes. Or maybe that's just me. I don't know. Maybe you guys are more put together. But I'm realizing that a lot of our disassociation with food or our disconnection with being able to see progress is our disassociation with food and that we're not recognizing what's going on. So today I want to dive into this a little bit deeper. I want to break down what you're feeling. So which is it when it comes to food? Are you doing things out of habit, out of hunger, or is it your hormones? So let's get into it. And today's show sponsor is Hydro Jug. You know, I am a massive fan of water. I shouldn't even say fan of water. I should say advocate because I don't feel like people drink enough of it. And the Hydro Jug makes it so easy. It's 64 ounces of water. My husband and I both have one now. It comes with a great little thermos that you can buy to put over it with a strap so you don't have to worry about putting it in a bag or carrying it around with you. It's big enough that my kids can share it. And we've probably dropped ours a hundred times and it's never shattered. It's great and it's BPA-free. It is a great product. It's easy to help me get my water in. I don't have to worry about refilling, and I just love my Hydro Jug. The link for it will be in the show notes, but you can get 10% off with the code SIMPLE10. Again, it's Hydro Jug, and the code is SIMPLE10, and that gets you 10% off. We live and die by them. We take them on all our trips to the parks everywhere with us. My kids drink it. It's just so easy. It has a really big lid that screws on so I can dump water in or put it in fruit and a straw. So big fan, SIMPLE10. Hydro Jug, I highly suggest getting one. My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness, but let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information, and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed. So I've made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here, and I hope you stay a while. All right, now before we get into this discussion today, I am going to request an assignment from you. I want you to write down some things for me this week. Now, I know you're thinking, she wants me to write down stuff. Yes, listen, I don't like writing sometimes either. In fact, I am terrible at texting people. My husband always teases me that he's like, oh, I'll know if someone kidnapped you and is responding to your emails or your text messages because the English will be perfect. (laughs) Mind you, I graduated college with a 385, but I don't love writing, but I need you to write down some stuff for today's episode because I really want to raise some personal awareness for you. So whether you keep a small notebook or some notes in your phone, I'm going to give suggestions of when I want you to write stuff down, and then I want you to look back over it 
after the week is over or even during the week. And I think it's going to really help raise awareness and you'll be like, oh, I didn't even know I did that. So the first thing that we're going to go over is habit. Now, habit is a regular tendency or practice. It basically means anything that you do out of routine when it comes to food because we're kind of discussing food. So that could be eating snacks while you're watching a show, um, taking handfuls of food while you're making dinner, eating your kids' leftovers, maybe eating desserts after meals, or just like a bedtime snack after your kids go to bed because that can be relaxing. It can also even be things that are triggering. So maybe there is a trigger after a, you know, emotional situation where you want to eat because it helps calm your nerves. Either way, those are technically habits. They're things that are done out of routine. And I know for me, oftentimes we are very unaware of our habits. Now, typically habits are not needs. They are done again out of consistency and routine. So I'm not saying that they're bad. They are often done out of pleasure and doing things out of pleasure is fantastic. There's lots of habits I do when it comes to food out of pleasure. Like when I go on a date with my husband, we will typically get a dessert afterwards because it is enjoyable for me. It's honestly a habit that we have, but I really enjoy it. But I'm very aware that I do that and it is a conscious choice that I make when we do that. So for me, I just want you to recognize these habits and make sure that you are making the choice consciously and not mindlessly doing it because that's going to make a difference. If you truly want to eat your kids' leftover crust because you love crust, go for it. If you are truly just eating it because you're mindless and not paying attention and you're like, oh, there's a crust on the plate and you're throwing it in your mouth, don't do that. You don't even want that. You're just mindlessly doing that out of habit. So cut that out. That's what I want you to be aware of. So what I'm going to have you write down this week is ahead of time, I want you to write down some of the things that you do with food that you think are out of habit. Maybe you always get a snack at the gas station mid-morning, or maybe you're always getting a drink in the afternoon or whatever it is, taking a handful of potato chips while you make dinner. Doesn't matter what it is. I want you to try to list them ahead of time. Then this week, I want you to pay attention when that happens and stop and think to yourself, do I even really want this? Is this even going to be like tasty or like make me feel great in the moment? Or am I truly doing this out of pleasure or habit? If you don't really want it in that moment, cut it out. Stop doing it. I mentioned on a podcast last week about how I watched an episode on the Today Show where the hosts collected all of the crusts and snacks and random bites they took throughout the week and they put it in a big Ziploc bag. And then they had a dietitian just come and like calculate out how many calories were in this like random like, you know, sandwich crusts and bites of macaroni. And they averaged out to like 2000 extra calories for the week. And it was extra, which is crazy. And they was done haphazardly just out of habit and the people weren't even aware. So my point is, I don't think that some things done out of habit are bad. When I go to a movie with my husband, sometimes we'll get popcorn. That's a habit. I love that habit. I have no desire to get rid of it. We rarely do it, but when we do it, I enjoy it. I just want you to be conscious of what you are doing and being aware that you are manually making the choice instead of making it by default. Because oftentimes clients will come to me and say, I'm doing everything. I'm, you know, following all this stuff. I'm not seeing changes. And I will have them write down their food. And I'll say, don't miss a bite. I want you writing everything down. And what they're actually eating is way more than what they have told me before because they are oblivious to some of the things they are eating. 
Sometimes I'll even think someone needs a reverse diet because they're not including everything on their charts when they sign up with me so I can figure out how to do their macros. And then I'll have them track. And again, I'm like, oh, you're not eating big meals, but you're just not seeing all these random snacks. So throughout this week, I want you to write them down ahead of time. And then in the moment, write it down again, because sometimes when we write things down, it makes us think it out. Write it down. If you're going to take, you know, the last few bites of the mac and cheese, write it down and consciously write, yes, I want this or no, I do not. And make the choice and move on. No big deal. Whatever you choose, I'm on board with, but make it consciously. That's all I care about. So that's what we do with our food out of habit. And that's how that can affect our weight loss. And when we're being um, almost blind to some of our choices. The next thing that I think people forget about is real hunger. Now, hunger can be tricky. It's almost like a double-edged sword, but I'll explain that. But let me first start with the side of hunger where I feel like it's often ignored. Oftentimes when people are trying to lose weight, they decide that the eating rules in, you know, quotations are more important or they shame themselves because they feel like in a moment they shouldn't be hungry. I will have women tell me, well, I was hungry at three o'clock, but it wasn't dinner yet. So I didn't eat anything. And then at dinner, I went crazy. And that happens all the time. Or we ate very little for lunch. And around three o'clock, we feel like, well, we shouldn't be hungry. So let me just nibble on a snack, nibble on a snack, nibble on a snack. And then we're like, oh my gosh, my pantry's empty. I don't know what happened. (laughs) I ate all the food in the pantry. So it's tricky because we try to ignore hunger Because we tell ourselves you shouldn't be or this rule says you can't eat at this moment or you shouldn't eat at this moment. Here's a problem with that. Hunger is our body's way of telling us, hey, up there in your brain, I'm hungry. I need food to feel better. Food is what helps us not have brain fog, not be tired, be more functional, better able to concentrate. It makes us feel regulated. We're less likely to have insulin spikes. It's really important. It is a sign that our body needs fuel. It is good to have normal hunger. That shows our body is responding. But the problem is when we ignore hunger because of rules or feelings we shouldn't be hungry, then those turn into cravings. Cravings because our body is not getting the fuel that it needs. And so it starts to create cravings and quick feelings of like a need, a sensation to fix what it needs. And then often those can turn into binging when someone typically undereats. I do have an episode on reverse dieting, which helps explain this. I have an episode on when a calorie deficit backfires. If you scroll back, they're one of my earlier episodes. But that explains that in detail, why you have cravings, why you tend to binge, because typically it is linked with undereating at some point earlier in the day, earlier in the week, a couple days ago, it doesn't really matter. But eventually, it's like holding your breath. If you go underwater, you cannot just continue to hold your breath. Eventually, you're going to gasp for air and you're going to like take this big, massive breath. You cannot avoid food forever. You cannot just say, I shouldn't be hungry. Eventually, you're going to do that big gasp and you're going to eat all the things. So hunger is, it's not a bad sign. It's our body saying, hey, I need fuel. Hook me up with some food up there. And that is a good thing. Signs of hunger we often overlook are, like I said, brain fog, low energy, irritability, cravings. If you're starting to have cravings, chances are your body is in some need of some fuel. 
tiredness, lack of ability to concentrate. And when we ignore those signs consistently, the truth is we slow down our metabolism. And then when we do overeat or eat in general, our body stores it for later use. If you do not fuel your body properly throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month, whatever it is, and you're always trying to eat like as little as possible or follow your food rules that you read in Shape Magazine to like eat a thousand calories and Shape Magazine doesn't even know your height, weight, size, genetic background, fitness activity, nothing. So you have to be aware of that, that your metabolism is like a machine. When it is not fueled properly, it slows. So then when you put food in the machine, it doesn't process it as fast and it thinks, well, she's not going to give me enough fuel later, so I'm going to store this for later. So when a slow metabolism tries to digest a cookie, it's going to happen a lot slower and it's going to store more likely than someone who consistently eats, consistently works out, consistently fuels. That body's going to chomp through that cookie faster and it's less likely to store. So I want you to be aware of your hunger cues. I don't want you to ignore them. It's really, really important because they are there for a reason. We forget our body is trying to talk to us. That is the only way that it can communicate what it needs. Imagine it like a baby. What do babies do when they're hungry? They cry. What does your body do when it's hungry? (laughs) It starts doing all the things I said, the brain fog, you can't concentrate. It gives all those signs. You need to eat some food. Now, on the flip side of that hunger, as I said, I want you to pay attention to your hunger cues. I want you to pay attention because there are some other things to consider when it comes to your hunger. A, you need to consider your sleep. If you are not sleeping enough, chances are your leptin and your ghrelin hormone are going to be off. That is the hormone that controls how satisfied you are and how hungry you are. And when you are not sleeping enough, those hormones kind of go all over the place and then you're hungry more. I am aware that when I don't sleep very much, for me, for some reason, it doesn't happen the next day. It happens the next day. So like if I don't sleep very good on Monday night, Tuesday, I'm fine. But Wednesday, I notice I'm more hungry. But because I pay very close attention to how I feel and connect to my body and don't disassociate from what I'm doing because I'm trying to follow rules or because I'm oblivious with habits, I'm aware that that happens. And on that day, I try to make sure I'm getting plenty of protein. I'm getting plenty of solid fats because those have a higher thermogenic rate and are going to slow down my metabolism to keep me fuller longer and that I'm eating some good carbs. So you want to be aware of your sleep because that can spike hunger when it's not true hunger. You also want to be aware of your thirst. So oftentimes when we think we're hungry, we're actually thirsty. And that's really important. So the part that I want you to write down about hunger is While I want you to be aware of your hunger cues, when you start to feel hungry, I want you to stop and think, how did I sleep? Have I eaten enough food today? Am I eating a really low calorie diet? If so, then I need to eat a meal right now. Or am I really just thirsty? Have have I drank water today? Have I only had 30 ounces of water and it's three o'clock in the afternoon? Well, if so, then you need to get some more water in your body, okay? You guys know the show sponsor, Hydro Jug. Let's get some water in there. <laughs> it's really important. I suggest 100 ounces of water a day. And I can tell when I am not drinking enough water, I actually start to get headaches. And I always know instantly when I start to get a headache, I think back through the day and I'm like, I'm not drinking any water. It affects my brain and it affects my hunger cues. So while I want you to listen to your hunger cues, I think it's important throughout the week, this week, I want you to stop when you're starting to feel hungry. If you think you shouldn't be hungry at this moment, say, 
how did I sleep? What is my thirst like? And the next one is, am I just bored or am I stressed? Because often we will eat out of stress because it's a coping mechanism. It also becomes a habit and we want to try to avoid that. We want to get some better coping mechanisms to handle that better. I've mentioned I go on walks. I do things that are busy with my hands when I feel stressed. I put away my phone. I put away the world when I'm overly stressed and I try to focus on one thing at a time. And also with boredom. When I am bored, And most people, when they're bored, we just like wander into the pantry 27 times in three minutes. I know you've been there. Don't pretend you haven't, okay? I know it. I know it. I know it. So you just want to be aware of those things. While I want you eating, I want you to be aware of what you're feeling. So I don't want you doing things out of habit. I want you to be aware. Which is it? Habit? Is it real hunger? If it's real hunger, I want you eating. I want you fueling your metabolism. The last thing to kind of consider when we're talking about being aware and connecting to our body besides habit and hunger is our hormones. There are so many hormone imbalances that can offset our hunger cues. And then they make us have the need to not eat, or sometimes they make us want to overeat. A very simple one is our periods. For some clients that I work with, they'll write me when they're on their period. And it's actually a question I ask each week on their check-in form, Are you on your period or within three days of your period? Because for some women, that makes them less hungry. For other women, that makes them want to eat an elephant. It just depends. And we're all different and it's all normal and you shouldn't feel bad about it because that's just an imbalance in our hormones. That's a small normal imbalance. I mean, it's our hormones shifting throughout the month. So I shouldn't say an imbalance. It happens every month. It's very normal. But it can affect our hunger cues. So being aware of that. When I am going to get my period, I allow for a little, I'm aware. Again, this is all connecting to our bodies. I'm aware and I'll say, you know, I'm going to make sure I maybe leave more room in my food intake tonight to maybe have something sweet or a treat that I really love. So I'm going to maybe eat more protein and fat during the day and leave some room for carbs at night so I can have something yummy or whatever it is. But it's a conscious choice. This is the key to this episode. I want you making conscious choices. I don't want you doing things out of habit. I don't want you doing things out of feeling like you're having such hunger pains that there's starvation, that you're eating all the things. I want you to be making your choices because when we make our choices deliberately, we are less likely to have guilt over them. When we make snap decisions out of feeling a lack of control, that's when people will shame themselves and guilt themselves, which we don't need that ever. Ever, it can just be kicked out forever. I don't even care if it is a snap decision. There's no reason to guilt yourself. It's over, move on. But either way, if we can slow down, take a step back and say, am I doing this out of habit? Am I truly hungry? What's going on? Am I bored? Am I thirsty? No, I'm really hungry. I need to eat some food right now. Then you won't regret that food. Because sometimes we think, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that food. It broke my food rule. But it's like, no, you needed that food. You needed to break that silly food rule and eat because that's your body telling you. So your period can affect it. There's also hormone balances that other things that can affect it like your thyroid and all kinds of things. So if you think there is a continual hormone imbalance, that's something that you also need to look into. So the third thing I want you to kind of write down is I want you to pay attention to habits in your hunger cues. So we talked about, you know, writing down your habits that you think you're just doing mindlessly, um, being aware of your, you know, when you're hungry and if you're thirsty or sleepy. But with hormones, I want you to pay attention to the habits of when you're eating and if it could be your hormones. Now, what I mean by that is 
If you're consistently aware that you're eating enough food and you are under eating, then there may be a hormone imbalance. If you are never hungry on a consistent basis and that becomes the habit, then again, there could be a hormone imbalance. And so looking at long-term habits, like throughout the day, will help you catch hormone imbalances that are not normal like your period. That's obviously a normal one. Another habit to consider that might be causing you issues in your hunger cues is if you are noticing you're consistently having cravings or having binge issues on the weekend or binge issues at night, that is technically it could be a habit, but it's more linked to a hunger issue than a habit issue. The point I'm trying to make is awareness is key. I want you to write down everything you feel this week with your habits, when you're eating, when you're not, with your hormones, with your hunger, when your habits affect your hunger. Just write down any sensation you have and look for patterns. And I know that seems like silly or maybe it won't work, but when I have clients do this, they're like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize every day at three I had brain fog and I realized that I maybe need a snack at that time. And I'm like, yes, you do. Or, you know, every week I binge on this Saturday or every week I just eat my kids leftover dinner while I do the dishes, whatever it is. I don't care what it is. I just want you to have awareness of the three big H's, (laughs) habits, hunger, and hormones, and really just notice them. I think it's really important. So this week, as you go along and you're writing those down and you're trying to raise your awareness to reconnect your body with your body and making sure that you're doing things out of true hunger and fueling your body, I want you to ask yourself, am I hungry or am I doing this out of habit? Or is it another emotion or situation that is causing me to do this? Connecting what is pushing us to eat or not eat. When you're aware, it prevents you from making a choice you may not want to. In a, dif- in a different circumstance, would your response vary? It's important to be aware of that. If I wasn't in this exact circumstance, would I choose a different route? I really feel like being aware of your body's needs and making conscious choices is really the key to balance and is really the key to a lifestyle. I think we are so used to doing different diets where we're Undereating, overeating, eating this, don't eat this, eat all of this, avoid this, and going up and down and up and down that we are so disassociated with what actually makes each one of us tick. And that's why I want you to take ravenous notes this week and pay attention to your habits and hunger and habits that might be causing hunger or anything that could be causing maybe a sign or show a sign, I should say, of a hormone imbalance. So simply put, I want you to write it down this week. I want you to be aware. I want you to stop ignoring your hunger cues. And I want you to start being aware of your habits. That's it. I think it's going to make a huge difference for you. I know it has for me. I noticed I found things that I did that I did out of habit or I did because I wasn't honoring my hunger cues and then they turned into habits. And once I was able to recognize those, it makes so much freedom. It like literally makes you feel actually in charge and you are making conscious decisions and you don't have to have shame or guilt out of doing things out of unawareness. So that's what I want you to focus on. I really hope this episode was helpful. I want you to just take the week. And I know I've said it like 10 times, but I really feel strongly about this and just think through your eating routine and what is needed and what is not and what are you avoiding that you don't need to and just raise 
awareness because awareness in health and fitness and parenthood and finances and literally anything is the key is being aware of what you're doing. If this episode was helpful for you, I really appreciate when you write reviews. I was having a hard day yesterday. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm a terrible mother. You know, just the woes of motherhood. I went in and I read some of the reviews. Oh, you guys, I love you guys so much. Um, So I really appreciate them. It helps revive me and makes me want to share more and really dive deep into concepts with you. It helps the podcast grow. It helps me be able to make it better for you, which I I truly care about. I love this community that we've built and I am thankful for it. So please leave a review. If you are not subscribed, go wherever you you listen to the podcast and click at the top at the subscribe button and make sure that you are subscribed so you get the weekly download and we get to chat every single week. And of course, share on social media. If there's an episode that you're like, this is my jam. I felt this one. It spoke to my soul. We are soul sisters. Please share it on social media. I appreciate those. I look for those. It also helps the podcast grow. All right. That's it for today. And as always, you are doing better than you think you are. And we'll chat next week.